All right, good evening, everyone. It is Monday, May 8th, 2023. It is the second half of today's MB OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Join my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Whoa, man, you got a lot of energy, dude. Um, we're going to be previewing UFC Charlotte. It takes place this Saturday at the Spectrum Center. That's where the Charlotte Hornets play. Um, my company, Marcel, the uh, gambling.com, uh, or the bookies, I should say, like they're based in Charlotte. So I remember I was there last year, right? Bro, I was hoping because I think I was there the same week last year as it, it would be this year for the event. So I was like, please send this back, but we're not going back. Um, don't I, I was going to say this in the last episode. I, I don't know if I if I had said it, but uh, looks like going to be at UFC 290 or so. So that's going to be awesome, guys. I'll be in Vegas. I'm definitely going to be in Vegas. If you guys want to meet up, let me know. I'll be there for, for uh, a couple days. I want to be able to do as many people as possible. I, I'm definitely meeting up with James, with Nick. Marcel, you should come to you. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> You should come, man. You should, you should come. Anyways, uh, UFC 290, though, guys. Let me know uh, if you're going to be there. And we'll definitely hook up if we can. All right. Let's what do you think about card. the main card, actually? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, for this card or? No, 289. Where are you going to? What do you think about the main no, card? No, no, I'm not going to 289. I'm going to 290. Oh, you're going to 290. I'm oh. going to Las Vegas, bro. I'm not going to Vancouver. I'm going to Las oh, Vegas. Wow. We're going for – so uh, my, my work is sending us to uh, Vegas for uh, like a retreat, basically to thank everyone in the company for working hard. Like I work for such an awesome company. Um, and also the guys at RotoWire. I don't know if Cole's going because Cole actually works for them, but I don't know if he's going to this. Uh, but it's gonna be awesome. They were talking about it, like we're really excited to have you guys. We're gonna have you there for a couple of days. So basically, like I, I I've been t- I was just talking to my boss. I was like, can I go a few days early to watch the UFC? And they have no problem with it. So I'll be going out there for the card. Um, go to apply for my credential. Uh, see if I can get that. If not, I'll just go as a fan. It's not a big deal either way. Um, it'd be cool to do. You know, obviously be backstage and everything, but. Bro, honestly, like I'm going to be in Vegas for a few days, so either way, I'll, I'll be watching the fight. I'm looking forward to it again. If you guys are going to be there, 290 in uh, July 8th, yeah. let me know if you'll be there that day because uh, I will, and I'll definitely like to say hi to people if I haven't met them before, and they're there. All right, let's By the way, Adam, it's really yeah, yeah. good to say about next week that we have a different day next week. I'm so sorry. I completely forgot that. Next Monday, I can't go uh, do the podcast – Excuse me. I can't do the podcast Monday because I'm going to uh, Blink-182 concert. So I'm going to that concert, which is right, awesome. Yeah, dude. This is like, this is like the <laughs> anthem of my uh, youth. So I'm going to see them with a couple buddies from high school. Should be awesome. Actually, from elementary school. We were listening to Blink when we were on the playgrounds, man. No, I'm looking forward to it, guys. Next Monday, no podcast because I can't do it. So we'll we'll shift it to Tuesday, Marcel. Is that is that? Is that yeah, we can do that. Yeah. So we'll do. We're going to do Tuesday uh, next week. That will be the two. Uh, the Charlotte uh, recap and the Dern Angela Hill preview. That fight, by the way, is off this card. That is the main event of next week's card now because uh, um, Marini Aldana and Raquel Pennington are off that card. So there was a sh- sh- uh, switch up there. Are you going to go to? Are you going to Patrick? If you're there, definitely you know hit me up, man. Uh, Marcus, man, I don't know if you're in the chat, but dude, I, I mean, I imagine you're going to be at, at uh, Vegas. Yeah, this card looks sick, guys. It's a good one to go to. Um, and again, I'm going to be in Vegas for work, so I'm like, all right, I might as well go to the card while I'm there, you know. Hopefully, I can, you know, cover it. If not, I'll just, I'll just watch as a fan. It doesn't matter to me. Um, and like I said, I already talked to Nick. Nick Kalika is the boss of this. Hopefully, meeting up with him and Johnny guys for a drink. That would be fucking awesome. So, that's also part of the plan. I can't wait. All right, let's get into this card, man, because that's why you guys tuned in for this podcast, right? You turn in for our UFC Charlotte preview. Mark, so I ask you this every time. Your overall thoughts on the card. Give me the, the rating before the card starts, and then uh, we give it after as well. I would give it a seven. I think it's a, it's a pretty decent card. You know, definitely the main card looks really yeah. good. They finally have the better fights on the main card. That's also a unit. It's almost so unique for the UFC. Um, yeah, it's pretty. I think it's a pretty fun card. Uh, I, I wonder if they're gonna bump up uh, Matt Brown against uh, Kurt McGee to the main card. I would say that they. I would think they will, but we'll see. Yeah. So they obviously lost the main card fight. They'll probably put another fifth one on there. Um, yeah. That fight would make sense. I mean, there's a lot of fights that they could, you know, put on potentially. All right. All right. Well, they uh, don't. They actually. They should maybe call Williams against Chase Sherman because they need an extra heavyweight card, heavyweight fight on the main card, of course. Right. They always <laughs> like that. All right. Let's get into it, guys. Let's start with the first fight here. We got Jessica Rose Clark taking on UFC newcomer Canera Lisboa. Odds for this one: minus one twenty on Jessica Rose Clark, Canera Lisboa plus one hundred. Clark opened at minus 155, so some money's coming in on the uh, the newcomer here. What do you think, man? Like, be honest, didn't know much about her before, but I, I know a little bit more about her now. What, what do you think about this girl? Then you go first on this one. Oh, okay. I, I knew you were going to do that to me. 
Mm, I mean, I, I still, even after watching some tape, I don't feel like I have a great read on her. So like, I can't bet on this fight. Um, I, yeah, this is a kind of a, I, it's kind of a tricky fight. I think, I mean, I think a lot of people will like Clark because of her experience in the UFC and she's a pretty good fighter, but like she's coming off two straight submission losses. Someone I don't really feel like backing at this point. And then Lisboa, I watched a couple of fights. So I watched the fight with Nora Dumont. That was seven years ago. I don't know what to take from it. She got taken down by a big girl and tapped out. I saw the Valentina Shevchenko fight. That's from 13. Like, is it even relevant? I don't know. I watched it anyways. I checked it out. Some of the some of the um, recent fights I checked out as well. I mean, she looks pretty good, but the, the opposition's horrible, right? 1-4, 0 1-0, 0-0, 0-0. Like, that's so bad. And Norman was actually 0-0 when she beat her. So, um, Norman, you know, uh, at the time we didn't think she was good, but sure, to be a pretty good fighter. I'm just saying, like, this girl doesn't have a lot of experience. Like, it's just a weird fight, man. It's weird. And then Clark, obviously, tons of experience now in the UFC, but, you know, has been struggling lately. Like, at one point, she was 4-2 and two in the UFC, and now she's... Uh, sorry, at one point, she was 5-2, and two, actually. Now she's... Or, no, 4-2, and two, and now she's 2-4 and four in her last six. So, completely, you know, went the other direction. I don't know, man. This is kind of tricky, like, because uh, I think the other girl could win, but at the same time, like, I, I don't think I saw enough that I could pick her to beat someone that's established in the UFC. Um, without having seen her actually beat someone that's better than one in four, that is the, the level of competition is just very head scratching her. Um, because of that, I can't pick her. I do think she's a live dog, Lisboa. I'll take Clark to uh, win decision, but the other girl potentially could win the fight. I, I would stay away from her personally. What do you think, Ben? I don't know. Um... But uh, to make it a little bit more interesting, uh, I'm picking Lisboa by TKO in the second round. For Are you really? Round. Yeah, to make yeah. it a little bit more interesting because, yeah. I mean, why not taking the gamble? I mean, Jessica Rose Clark, she, she, she's decent, you know, but, man, I mean, uh, knowing Lisboa probably doesn't have the arm bar. <laughs> um, it's difficult, you know. It's, it's yeah. like too much of an unknown actually to go for somebody but jessica has been great as of lately you know so i take a little bit of a gamble here yeah yeah i'm, I'm a little surprised you want to tko just because I, I think jessica's you know really durable but it's possible right like this girl's a complete wild card i feel like we have them on every card now we'll have that like that bedoya guy last week marcel like he was Smith. a complete wild card um what was that girl alex seva her like yeah you're getting these fighters that we don't know a lot about that are and they're having some success so like i think this girl could potentially win the fight and I don't blame you for taking that pick. I think it's definitely possible. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the, the veteran here and, and to win the decision like she does, but I'm not confident, guys. Marcel, something's really blowing loud back here. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's okay. No worries. It's pretty loud. Um, Yeah, Lisboa and Dumont Pro debuting each other. It's kind of crazy, eh? Um, can't play Clark. I mean, I don't blame you, dude. Clark, I don't I don't know what her arm is. Someone's asking about it, George. I don't know. I mean, she's fighting again, George. She's been training in Texas with her like new boyfriend. So hopefully that reunites a spark in her. What's up, Paul? How's it going, man? Glad to have you here, Paul, from the Discord chat. Awesome, man. All right, I think we're good there, Marcel. Let's go to the next fight here. we got Brian Battle taking on Gabe Green. Someone was saying there's a lot of close fights, right? Is you, Paul? Dude, I completely agree. This is another one, Marcel. You have another basically pick em fight. Um, so you have two in a row, essentially, to open the card. Um, right now, Gabe Green is minus 135. Brian Battle plus 110. Uh Brian Battle opened at minus one twenty five, so against a slight shift in the odds, not as not as much really as the the Clark one, where it's you know she went for a favor to basically pick him now, but still you know Green flipped over um, in a way, so uh, he is favored now. What do you think of this one, man? Another kind of tricky fight, right? Yeah, they should battle on the, on the green mat, I think. Um, yeah, you were saving that awful joke, eh? Just for now. Yeah, I did. I actually did. Um... I feel like it's a close fight. You know, Gabe Green's a tough guy. Uh, lost his last fight against Ian Machado, Gary. Um, battle lost his last fight against Renat Fakhradinov by getting pretty much out-wrestled and uh, getting kicked on the ground. Besides that, I have more uh, trust in battle, man, getting it done. You know, I think uh, I think it was a unanimous decision. But I'm far from sure. I wouldn't bet on this fight at all. Dude, same. I'm staying away from this one too, guys. This is kind of a weird one. Gabe Green's like, I don't know what to think of this guy. I'm like pre- breaking down the fight. Insane. I don't have to think about him. Like he's pretty tough, obviously. You know, he, he survived that fight with Delaney Ness and then came back at one. So he's got good. I think he's got good cardio. We'll say that he's pretty tough. But like the striking's not like you know super technical. It's not like super super powerful. At least in the UFC, 
The ground game, he says it's there. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, maybe he has some decent wrestling. We don't know. Battle, you know, I think has done pretty well in the UFC 3-1. and one. That's not bad, you know. Um, again, some of the guys he fought were not great. Like Sato was not a great fighter. That head kick was nasty, though. Um, Gore, you know, he's kind of mixed, right? Mixed bag, Tristan Gore. And then Arena, I don't know if he's in the UFC. I don't think so. But but then again, you look at the show, he actually beat Petrovsky. That's a nice win. Um, it's a great win, actually. He also has that win over Impa as an amateur He's been, he's been, you know, in the game for a while now. Um, the fight against Renat, I can kind of throw it away, Marcel, I feel like, because that guy's, you know, that fight probably shouldn't have been made. Um, they probably should have kept him away from Renat because, you know, he wasn't the ultimate fighter. Like, why are you giving him this, like, you know, beast of a wrestler who can also strike? Like, Renat might be a contender very soon, right? A lot of, he, he beats most guys in the division, in my opinion. Um, so I don't really take a lot from that loss. But at the same time, like, <sighs> The guys battle have been, has been beating aren't good either. So like that's why to me it's hard to have confidence in him here, right? I just don't know where he where he fits in. Kind of feel the same about Green though. Uh yeah, I guess I, you said a battle decision. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's that was kind of what I was leaning. I guess I'll stick with that lean, guys. But again, I do feel like this is a fight where Green could win. I'll just stay away from it. So yeah, it's just and technically, his battles are, okay. I guess it's a consensus dog Marcel because he's plus one ten, but it doesn't feel like it. You know, it's a kind of a this is a toss up fight. I think this fight should be minus one ten each. That's what I think. So, all right, uh, he is a Charlotte local. That was the other thing I was going to mention. That that is definitely a plus for him. Um, I think, and the, the the weight cut definitely worries me a little bit, Paul. And I think that you know, as you saw in the rematch fight, he's gonna, he's going to get tired. The fight goes on. That's why we were picking a decision here, but. It's a different matchup, right? There won't be as much wrestling in this fight, I don't think, unless Battle's the one doing the takedowns, maybe. Um, I think you'll see a lot of open space fighting, too. Anyway, it could be a good fight. I really don't know. I don't know what to think about it. Picking Battle, but I'm not confident, basically. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We got Jiyan Kim taking on Mandy Boom. Is that right, Marcel? Did I get that one? Man- Mandy Boom, yeah. And, all right, uh, Kim, minus 225. Boom, plus 180. Uh, your pick. Yeah, I'm picking Ji Young Kim. I think Ji Young Kim is overall better. You know, uh, Mandy Boom. Listen, man, I like her, but she hasn't impressed me so far. You know, and uh, Ji Young Kim, I feel like she got she got screwed in some of her fights as of lately. Definitely the one against uh, Priscilla Cachoeira. Uh, I think she clearly won that fight, and she didn't get the decision there. I feel like the Edwards fight should have been could have been hers as well. You know. And she lost before to McCann in a close fight. And she lost to Alexa Grasso, which is not a champion. So uh, she has a four-fight four fight losing skit. I'm still uh, I'm still uh, with Kim here, man. I, I think in Kim, um, I even think she can finish her, man, to be really honest. I think she, I take her TKO in the second or third round. I'll take her too. I mean, how can you not, right? Because Bones look just so bad in the UFC. I will say this though, guys. Like, I was looking at this this morning, and I'm like, all right, um, you know, I, I like her here. I'm like looking at the line. I'm like, all right, maybe she's bet worthy. But then, you know, what worries me is the 42% takedown defense. Like, it's bad. And boom, boom has no takedowns in the UFC yet, right? But like, that would be her path in this fight to grapple. Maybe she goes out there and just starts actually spamming takedowns. But at the same time, look at her first two fights in the UFC. She only attempted three takedowns combined in her first 30 minutes in the octagon. Like, it's like there's no game plan with her. Like, she should be taking her opponents to the ground or at least trying to at all means. Um, and uh, yeah, I haven't been impressed. Marcel, I haven't been impressed with her at all. You know, I remember when she came to the OC. I remember I did the tape study, and I'm like, don't know why she got signed. Like, she's not that good. Then again, Kim, you know, lost four straight. Although some of those fights could have went her way if the judges went the other way, right? So she's so competitive in her fights, even though she's losing them. I have to pick her here, Marcel. I'm just saying there is a path to victory for Ben if she chooses to use it. I just don't think she will. I think she'll fight, you know, with a bad IQ again, stay in the feet, probably get picked apart. Um, but maybe do enough clinching to survive the decision. I guess I'll go Kim by decision. I'll be my pick on that one. Yeah, makes sense. It's the Jagus is WMA. Oh, we even talked about that in the last fight with the Jagus fight canceling, guys. Yeah. I, I apologize. That sucked. Yeah, that sucked. And the guy's haircut looked awesome, too. So, And his tweets are hilarious. Boom, so, so bad. Am I doing it right, Wani? Boom. It's kind of, I kind of like saying it for some reason, Marcel. Like, it's, can you say it one more time, dude? <laughs> yeah, Mandy Boom. There you go. What, what happened to you? Why are you off you're on camera? What are you doing? Oh, my, my dick was stuck between my zipper, so I had to... No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Give me a sec. Uh, oh, oh, there I go. 
<laughs> I was gonna make a joke about that, but then you went and said it yourself. So there you go. <laughs> Marcel is back, everyone. Okay. So the next fight uh, is a fight that uh yeah, we already talked about this fight last week. Uh Nathan Levy against Pete Rodriguez. So we broke it down. Actually, it was two weeks ago now, wasn't it? So Levy decision. That fight got canceled, but my thoughts don't change at all. Levy wins a decision. I, sorry, I picked her by submission, excuse me. Um, that's my thoughts because I think Rodriguez will just won't have the cardio to go 15. And uh, the uh, the the fight was pushed back in part reportedly because it, he was having problems making the weight the weight limit right. So don't really understand why this guy is dropping to 155. I don't think it's going to go well for him either way. Um, I think that uh, Levy's you know one of the better contender series guys at this point. Really good grappling takes him down. And eventually gets his back in submission with rear naked choke. That's my that's my prediction. So I'll take him by by uh, submission. Pete Nako. I mean, maybe I, I don't really see it though. Uh, why they choose to be during? I think it should have been Smith and Walker. But that fight was supposed to be the main event. Maybe something happened. Or maybe Smith or Walker was like, "I'm not doing five rounds." I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I like Shawkus too. I mean, he's, he's a funny dude. All right. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I like. Odds maker. I, I, odds smoker. Um, love you by sub. That's what I like too. All right, go to the next one, Marcel. We got another one that I think I think we'll have the same pick on this one. Carlos Alberg against Ihor Pateria, duelist. Odd on this one. Alberg minus 400, plus 300 on Ihor Pateria. I'll say it right now. Those odds are a little inflated. I mean, this is a light heavyweight fight. They both have power. That's a little That's a little heavy. But, you know, on paper, Alberg is the superior technical striker. You should have more power, too. You should win the fight, but I don't know, man. This guy's still the, the cardio, man. I, I don't know. And the other guy's super wild. Like, it's kind of a risky one. I don't know if I'd lay a four to win on. I'm, I'll I'll just say it right now. I mean, he's one of the bigger favorites on the card. I'm going to pick Albert. I'll take him by knockout, obviously. But, like, I don't know. The other guy's kind of a wild card here, too. These are some tricky fights, man, in my opinion. I'll take the favorite again. But, again, I, pick, I think I picked a lot of the favorites. Or I did pick Battle, actually. But there's really some dogs that win here, man. I don't know. Maybe not this one, but uh, this guy just kind of is so wild, Marcel, that he could clip Alberg or something. It would suck to like lay forward or one in a guy uh, and just get like a, you know, Hail Mary KO'd or something like that. Or even the gases out like the Kennedy fight. I don't know. What do you think, man? It's difficult, man. But yeah, I, I feel like I really feel like they're trying to push Alberg. Yeah. That's what I feel with the yeah. UFC. And with Poteria. I'm still pissed about what he did to Shogun, but uh, in all fairness, he, he did what he had to do. But um, I really feel like the UFC wants to uh, to make Olberg a star for the simple reason that they like that he's the, he's the teammate of Israel Adesanya. They like his style, and he looks good, let's be honest. you know. So he's like the Drew Dober of this division, kind of. Yeah, pretty much the Luke Rockhold of, of light heavyweight. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like pretty much that. You know, he's also a, a male model, so he's really marketable for definitely for the female uh, fans or even also for the gay guys, probably. But um, yeah, that's probably why. Maybe so, they should uh, run the main card then, now that you say that. You know, like maybe they should. They should bump this fight up, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. But uh, he's going to win, I think. He knocks him out, I think. Yeah, I'm just saying this guy just, I don't know, he's kind of like, he's kind of wild. That's what I'm saying with Pateria, right? Like, he, he swings, and remember that fight he had against the guy in Contender? That was pretty nasty knockout, so. I don't know. But yeah, Albrecht's obviously way more technical, big power, great team. How do you not pick him here, right? I get it. I don't know, the, the odds, to me, it's a little high. You open minus 285. I agree, George. I agree with you. Juan says you'll leave minus 1,000. I mean, I, I think if he was minus 1,000, people would still parlay him, but, but not me. Mismatch, probably, yeah. The the fight with Shogun's so weird to me still. Like, So they gave Shogun this guy that ends up destroying him. Like, you know, we both thought, okay, they're giving him something he could beat and gets, gets destroyed. Then they gave this guy to Alberg to get destroyed. It's kind of weird. Like, I don't really understand kind of that, you know, process, but I don't know. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We'll go to the next one here, guys. We got Cody Stamen taking on Douglas Silva, the Andrade. And the odds for this fight are minus 165 on Cody Stamen, plus 135 on Douglas Silva D'Andrage. Man, I want to hear your pick on this one, because I actually think this this fight's being slept on by people, for sure. This is an awesome fight. I like this fight a lot. What do you think, man? Uh, it's, a, it's another difficult fight, man, because the thing is, like, Stamen was on a really 
bad uh, skit, three three far three far losing skit, and then came back. We lost. He won against Wineland, and he won against uh, Luanda Sarada last time out. You know, um, Douglas Silva and Andras is a tough fight for almost everybody. You know, um, goes hard. Dude looks like uh, like he has uh, a Brazilian abs on his body. <laughs> um, Still, man, I favor Stamen, man. I don't think uh, that Douglas gets him out of there, you know. And I favor Stamen with his stop wrestling and probably with his cardio. So I would pick Stamen by decision in this one. Yeah, you're right. It's tricky. I'm I'm going to go the other way in this one, Marcel. I'm going to go with the dog. All right. So I'll make it over for him. Yeah, woof. Um, I think that this guy's pretty underrated, man. I don't think this guy gets his credit. You know, I think the fight with Saeed was super close. Like he could have won the decision in that fight. It was very, very close. Same with the fight with even Leron. Um, he got knocked out by by Yon, or not knocked out. It was like a corner stoppage, and then obviously Font beat him, right? But he's been competitive with everyone, man. His whole career, he's had some great knockout wins. He's had some comeback wins. He's a tough dude. Uh, good. He's got pretty good, you know, defensive grappling. It's sixty nine percent, but I think it's decent, you know, overall. Um, and then the striking is obviously there. And Stamen, obviously, you know, I'm not gonna take it with him either. He's a good fighter too. He's great wrestler. As we know, you know, his striking's improved a bit, but I, I still think he's kind of like a he's kind of does everything all the basics really well, right? I think that's kind of like what I look at him as. And uh I think Andrade can kind of stifle the takedown attempts, keep the fight standing, and be the more effective striker in this fight. That's what I think is gonna happen here. So I'm going with the dog rant, dog uh, Marcel, Douglas Silva D Andrade, D Silva, Douglas Silva, D Silva D Andrade. I don't know how you fucking say his nickname in there, but Douglas D. Silva, Silva D. Andrade. I guess that's how you go. I'm going to take him by uh, decision. I'll take him by decision. I think the fight uh, goes the, the distance. Both very tough dudes. Yeah, it, it's close, but uh, I'll take the, the dog. Cody reminds you of miniature Mike Chandler. Yeah, a little bit. Cody's too technical. Yeah, pro- he's more tactical, but man, Douglas is he's a good fighter. Oh, I missed his call. No idea. I have no idea. Is he even on the roster anymore? I don't know. I think he is, but I have no idea what's up with him. All right, let's go to the next fight here. This is another fight we've talked about in the past. Carl Williams taking on Chase Sherman. Uh, odds for this one this time around. Minus 400 on Carl Williams, plus 310 on Chase Sherman. Do your thoughts change at all? I mean, this fight's been booked, I want to say, what, two or three times now? Like, we both take Williams the last, the second time? Yeah. It was originally was Chase against um, Chris Barnett for uh, 287. Yeah. I mean, I'm still picking Carl Williams. Yeah, me too. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, let's talk about the method of finish. What do you think? He either decisions him or he subs him in the, in the, in the first or second round. I, I go with finish, actually, man. I yeah. think he takes him down and he finishes him. Dude, that's what I'm saying. So is it a ground and pound or is it like a rear naked choke? Um, ground and pound. Let's say ground and pound. So you're saying TKO go. now. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah. kind of tricky to determine the method. Cause I'm, yeah, I said submission. Now I want to say ground and pound. I'm yeah. looking at his record now. He has no submission wins. Not to say he can't get it here, but I'm thinking he ground and pounds him, too. That's what I think. Uh, I don't see any way he doesn't get him down. <laughs> I'll say that right now. I think it's it's even if he doesn't finish him, he's going to be wrestling him for 50 minutes. Like, yeah. terrible matchup for Chase Sherman. The guy just fights anyone, right? So, yeah. Maybe if he loses, him. they can rematch him against Braxton Smith. Yeah, yeah. They give Chase the hardest fights, man. They honestly do. Um, yeah, these <laughs> guys in the chat are like Williams ML. You don't like you don't you don't like that one. Uh, uh, you don't like that bet, Paul? I mean, listen, like I'm not going to lay 400 on a heavyweight fight, low level guys, straight up. But I could see people wanting to parlay him. I get it. You know, I think he wins. Like of all the fights so far, this is kind of the most obvious one, isn't it? it really is, right? Mm-hmm. So, unless actually Nathan Nathan Levy, I think, is also one that. Like, I'd just be surprised if you if you lost that fight personally. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. So this. Right now, I think is the final prelim, Marcel, but it could be pushed to the main card. You were saying right? they should do it. They should do it honestly. All right, so this might end up being on the main card. I think it should open the card, but if not, it's a great prelim uh, finisher. And we have Matt Brown taking on Court McGee in the welterweight division. Such a great fight. Uh, right now, we got the odds minus two ten. Court McGee plus one seventy five. Matt Brown. The odds open. Matt Brown minus one sixty. Court McGee plus one forty. The odds had been going like really towards court mcgee the last few days um i just wonder his word got out that you know matt brown's injured or something because the line movement's pretty crazy on this fight guys like it's completely flipped and now it's 
it's completely the other way. So I don't know, man. What are you thinking for this fight? Again, Brown open favorite. Now he's a you know decent underdog. Actually, at Bet Online, he's almost plus two hundred now. So like he's a pretty big underdog here. What do you what do you think, man? Honestly, I think Matt Brown wins the fight, dude. That's what I think. Although he's forty two, and uh, you know, just like you, we don't really like to pick over 40 year olds yeah. i think he's still competitive man you saw in his last fight against barbarina he's still yeah. super competitive and could have won the fight was super close you know yeah and uh, i feel like listen man maybe against any younger guy in the division i would pick the other way you know but uh court mcgee i feel like court mcgee he's i think he's uh three or four years younger than matt brown but he's also still he's also pretty much on his end of his career in my opinion you know so it's kind of like who i still are higher on i'm still higher on matt brown to be really honest. So I'm picking him with a decision. Yeah. I don't blame you, but the, the line movement worries me, guys. I'm not going to lie. Like, it really does. Because I noticed lately these fights where the line movement is going one direction, the fighter's winning. I am scared of the line movement here. So it's like there's been a lot of fights. Actually, even last week, the Janjiroba and Rodriguez fight, that line was going all towards Janjiroba. And it should have been, it should have scared me off a little bit, you know? It did a little bit. And I was still like, no, I, I got to take Sean Marina at, you know, even like at a pick and price, but it didn't end up working well. I'm just saying, like, this is almost too good to be true, I think, on map around at plus 175, plus 195. It's almost too good to be true because, honestly, man, like, I think this is, a, like, a toss-up fight. And, like, at those odds, how do you not take him, right? How do you not take him at, at two-to-one odds mm-hmm. in what should be a competitive fight? Like, these odds are suggesting either that he's injured or, like, or like there's some sharp money that's come on McGee that think, hey, he is going to take him down at will and control him on the ground for, like, the majority of his 50 minutes because that's what he did to Brahminaj and, uh, and Silva, right? But then you get complete starch against McGee, uh, against uh, Wells, Marcel McGee. And and that's after a long career of like having a good chin. Maybe the chin's going a little bit now, potentially, right? Now he's fighting Matt Brown, who I think has the most knockouts of all time at welterweight. I'm pretty sure he does, right? Um, Matt Brown's a dog. Matt Brown's tough as fuck. The line movement's the thing that's scaring the shit out of me for this fight. I'm not going to lie. It really is. Um, the fact that it's moved so much. Again, something either leaked information or... Just so much sharp money has come in on on Court McGee. The books are like, we have to, you know, really watch our risk here on on him because uh, they're so convinced he wins. <sighs> really struggling, Marcel. Like, like I don't, I know maybe that's not something you know you've looked at as much, Marcel, like the line move. But lately, yeah, when the line flips, it's scary. If you don't, if you don't look at that, who would you pick? Matt Brown. So yeah. I'm going to pick him. So yeah, good call, good call. I'm just saying it worries me. It, it's almost yeah, too good to be true, right? Like you're getting almost two to one odds on it. And I think it's a, a toss up fight. So mm-hmm. I'm with you, Juan. It's it's a weird line movement. It's weird. If he if he loses, I might have to just make a rule where like the line movement going forward, just like an unwritten rule that like if the line flips completely, I just can't bet either side. Just stay away from it. You know, if we I like the should- side. We probably should know they are uh, write it down when the, those things. I'll, I'll remember too. this. Trust me, I'll remember yeah. this one. By the way, this comment's funny. The guy said his son got his first job. He's making sixteen. My first job was like ten bucks an hour. I think my first job I got three three euros an hour, and that's like four dollars. So yeah, well, Canadian money's like monopoly money. But that was fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine, mine was a long time ago. All right, we'll go to the next fight, Marcel. We got the. Uh, Opening main card bout here, guys. <clears throat> and we got a great one as Tim Means takes on Alex Morono in the UFC welterweight division. Uh, this fight should be awesome. I mean, I can't see any way it's not going to be good. Two guys that uh, are uh, fan favorites. Odds for this one, Alex Morono minus 225. Tim Means, the dirty bird, plus 185. What do you think, man? The great white or the dirty bird? Who are you picking, Marcel? Yeah. Um, good question. Um, Alex Morono, like I always say, I'm still disappointed in him and his nickname. He should be, he should have taken nickname the moron, would be much funner. <laughs> the moron Morono. Um, I like Alex a lot, man. I think Alex is a really good fighter. I think, um, he screwed up against Ponzinibbio because he was looking really good when he fought him. You know, uh, he got knocked out in the third round after pretty much dominating the fight, in my opinion. Before that, at a full four fight win streak, uh, looked good in those fights. I was closing into the top 15, but yeah, he lost to Ponzinibbio. Now he's to fight Tim Means. Tim Means, tough veteran. He's almost 40 years of age. I think he's 39 now. Lost his last two fights against Kevin Hall and Max Griffin. A split against Max Griffin, which should have been unanimous, to be really honest. Um, Listen, man, I'm a big fan of the means to be really honest. I, I always liked him, 
You know, I always like Tim Means, but I got to go with the younger guy here. I'm going to go with Morono here. I think Morono has a lot more upside than Tim Means right now. And uh, if he doesn't get clipped again, like last time against Ponsonibio, which I don't expect to happen here, I think Morono wins the fight. I'm taking him by decision. By the way, that's what I like my comment about the uh, Canadian money being like monopoly money. Trust me, it's not, it's not worth that much compared to okay. U.S. money. Yeah, I'm with you on this one too. So my initial, honestly, my initial thoughts were, hey, I'll take a shot maybe on, on Means as a dog, but then it's like, He's 39 years old, man. I can't do it. Like, and not only that, but means is you know losing lately. He's not on a win streak. Like, if he was on a win streak, it's different. He's losing now. So I don't think he's looked great the last couple of fights. Obviously, Holland submitted him and then Griffin won a split, but even means was like shaking his head. He's like, Nope, there's no way I won this fight. <laughs> and that judge gave it to him. Um, love Tim Means, don't get me wrong. Love the dirty bird. Me too. And you know, he actually has some advantages in this fight because he's taller, longer. He has the advantage almost every fight, let's be honest, right? But I just feel like Morono is like almost like a, like a better version of him in, in, in some ways. Like I think Morono is going to have as much volume, if not more. And then I think Morono probably would be the guy. I know the numbers kind of suggest means is more uh, of some of the guy likely to land a takedown, but I feel like it would be Morono personally. Uh, like I feel like safe maybe like hey go for a takedown. You know like it's going to the the coach and the fight IQ. But I, you know most likely it's going to stay in the feet and. Uh, you know, you have a guy that Morono, like he just got knocked out, right? That's the that's the problem. That for me, that's the only problem is that he's coming off the knockout loss. Because, bro, he was looking good against Santiago Ponzinibbio. He was looking great. He was winning the, the fight. You're like, wow, he's gonna pull off this this win, and then he gets completely starched out of nowhere late in the fight. So it's a little worrisome. But looked great before that. You know, it, it has some decent wins. Like you know, so has a lot of experience now in the UFC. Um, they both do. Obviously, means it's tons of fights, but. Yeah, I got to go with Morono, Marcel. I think decision. You think decision? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good fight. I'll think about decision, too. So that's my pick. Uh, a couple of guys in the chat are saying Morono, too. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Ian Gary, Ian Machado Gary taking on Daniel Rodriguez, D-Rod. And the odds for this one, Marcel, uh, Ian, Ian Gary is actually a pretty hefty favorite here. He is minus 250, plus 200 on D-Rod. What do you think, man? Um, what I think of this fight, it's, it's uh, Ian Gary. Um, I still don't know where I should put him. You know what I mean? I feel like he's talented. I feel like he still makes a lot of mistakes as well. You saw in the song canal fight, he got too comfortable. He got dropped, almost got finished. I think if this happens to him against Daniel Rodriguez, he's done. You know what I mean? Um, Daniel Rodriguez do doesn't let doesn't let him get off the hook if he if he knocks him down, I think. And I think Gary is more uh, hesitant in this one. I think he takes his time, probably goes with volume striking. I know Daniel Rodriguez likes to strike as well, but it's always really stationary in my opinion. Um, I like if I, I I would like if Rodriguez can can put a real fight up against him. You know, I think Gary's gonna take it to, gonna take it safe. You know, and he wins a decision. That's what I think. You know, and uh, I think that's what the UFC thinks as well. That's why they booked this fight. Dude, there's no doubt. Actually, Dana White said this last week, or maybe it was like a few days ago with the presser. He said like these kind of cards are like showcase cards. That's what he said. That really intrigued me. The main card is a showcase card. That's what they're trying to do. They're going to showcase young talent, and Ian Carey is one of them. Um, the UFC would not book this fight unless they thought he would the fight. So, again, my initial thought looking at this fight is like, man, D-Rod is a plus 200 dog, right? But, like, I just think Gary matches up pretty well with him, guys. You know, I think he's going to be able to, to stand with him and throw the same amount of volume. Um, he was a lot younger. He's 11 years younger, right? D-Rod, let's be honest, hasn't looked great the last couple of fights. Didn't look very good against Steel Magni. Um, the Levi he won, but it was, you know, very competitive. It was on short notice, so let's give him uh, credit. But, like, you know, it was after a year-long layoff. And again, he's 36. He's turning 37. He is not a young guy. So, Ian Gary's only 25, right? Um, Gary, Listen, Gary was, you know, he got hurt pretty bad in that last fight against Saul. But the fact that he recovered and the fact that he actually got a late finish showed a lot to me, man. I think that's the kind of wake-up call he needed. And I like the fact he's taking this fight so quickly after that fight. Um, in a way, because he is still a young guy. I would hope it doesn't affect his training to see, but I just like he's getting back in there. You know, last year when he fought like uh, at the beginning of the year, really, it's nice to see him get back in there. Hopefully, he'll fight three times this year. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, Gary's, Gary's a fun fighter, but uh, they, they should they do, shouldn't give him uh, the mic after the fight. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like the, it's just going to be like Connor. 
Yeah, he's super super cringy what he does, man. And it's yeah. just it's it's actually kind of annoying. But he, I think he's a really talented fighter. You know what I mean? I think he's a talented fighter, but I feel like the UFC has him a little bit higher than where I have him, but I still think he can be Daniel Rodriguez, you know? Yeah, I'm just looking at the comments. Like a lot of you guys like Dero, I don't blame you. Like again, the odds are nice, like um, but I just think Gary's gonna be too technical for him and, and he's very fast, you know. But again, because the thing is, D-Rod's not like a one-punch knockout guy either. He's more of like a death by a thousand cuts guy, right? Go watch that fight with that Preston Parsons guy. That was just like vintage D-Rod, just working the body, working the head, getting the finish, getting the guy out of there. Um, he's a good fighter, man. I love D-Rod, don't get me wrong, but I feel like the UFC is giving Gary this chance because if he wins, Marcel, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? If he wins, he'll be ranked number 15. So yeah, for sure. It's a huge fight for him, and I think... Rodriguez is 15, is. so... Yeah, exactly. So it's a huge fight for the division, really... Um, that bottom of the uh, division of pecking order. All right, go to the co-main event here. And uh, this fight was originally the main event. I don't know why it was switched. No one really seems to know, to be honest with you. I think people have asked Dana, and he just hasn't said. <laughs> so, um, anyways, we got Anthony Smith and Johnny Walker. And the odds, Marcel, right now are actually a pick of minus 110 each. So, the odds makers opened up. Johnny Walker as a favorite, minus 155. Now he's down to a pick of What do you think about that? In my opinion, Johnny Walker is back where he was when he lost to Corey Anderson right now. You know, that's where we are right now, in my opinion. So, yeah. um, Smith cannot work him if he wants for three rounds. That's what I think can happen. But at the same time, I think Walker can knock him out as well in the first round, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to take that gamble. I think uh, Walker knocks him out in the first round. That's what I think is going to happen. So, um, I'm taking Walker first round knockout. Me too. I'm taking him by knockout as well. And that's the, that's the way he wins his fights. I'm looking at his record right now in the UFC. One, all his wins are in the first round. Uh, six of them by knock or five of them by knockout, one by one by submission. So that's how he wins his fights. He wins it early if he wins. If not, he's going to lose late probably. Um, yeah, I, Smith, I just can't trust him after that last fight. I mean, dude, like that was a, a, a vicious beating by Ankalaev. I think he broke his leg. Uh, it's crazy he's coming back. Um, I hope he does well. I mean, it feels like he bounced back from the injury really quick. Listen, he looked good in that win streak he had. There's no doubt, right? I just think Walker's going to catch him and knock him out too. I have the same read as you, right? It's not like this is not the most technical analysis you'll ever hear about this fight guy. I just, we both feel like he's going to catch him in the first round and knock him out. That's kind of the way I, I know. Well, to be fair, Smith is actually been pretty durable in the UFC, but like if you look at the beginning of his career, he was getting a lot of knockout losses like early on. So, I just the way Walker fights, he fights so so aggressive in that first round. Again, all his wins in the UFC are by knockout in the first round, guys, or submission. So I don't expect this to be any different, Marcel. If because if he doesn't knock him out, he probably loses the fight. So yeah, yeah I'll take Johnny Walker by knockout too. Uh, a couple other comments here. People are saying, uh, yeah, it, it looks again. Some people are taking Smith, Marcel, and some are taking Walker. So. All right, go to the main event here, guys. We got a great fight. <laughs> Just kidding. It's an okay fight, but I mean, really, I don't know if this is a fight that needs to be five rounds. That's the only criticism I have. But let's be honest, guys. It's a sh- it's a showcase fight for Jilton Almeida. He's minus five fifty. Rosenstrike's plus four hundred. I don't want to discredit Rosenstrike because I like this guy. I mean, he's a great striker. All of his wins are by knockout, I think, as well. Um, obviously, he has a Padres chance here. It's not like. Uh, Almeida has been finished before. You know, Marcel, he's been knocked out, so it's possible he could catch him. But, like, the most likely way this fight plays out is Jelton just takes him down and beats the crap out of him or submits him really quick. Like, I don't really see the fight going another way. Um, uh, Biggie boy has never been submitted. I think this might be his first submission loss. That, that's what I think happens. Like, Jelton's the biggest favorite in the card for a reason. He should absolutely win this fight. Um, yeah, take him down, beat him up, take his neck, choke him out. That's what I think happens. What do you think? Yeah, so uh, I'm likely going to interview Jilton Almeida uh, this week. And uh, Dan is going to interview Charles Senior Rosenstrike. So uh, interview both main card for main event guys. Um, it's like Rosenstrike, like I said in another podcast in the Dutch one, Rosenstrike got 10, 15 seconds to knock him out in the first round, you know? And uh, after that, I think Almeida gets him to the ground. And uh, I think Almeida. TKO is ground and pound. That's what I think. If he doesn't TKO, he probably subs him. But uh, I, I feel I feel better with the TKO. So, uh, TKO ground and pound. Right. So um, first round, Jelton Almeida TKO ground and pound is what I think. And I hate to say it for for Biggie Boy because I really like him, but uh, I like Jelton as well. I think he wins. 
Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really see the – I don't think Nicky Boy catches him. But that would be his path to victory, you know. So that's that's the way to hedge out. Um, and Rosen Strike by Knockout's plus 425. So it's decent odds if you if you want to hedge. I'm just saying. But I, I think Jilton wins. So, yeah, I like the sub at plus money. I like it. I I, I, I think it's going to be the first submission loss for Rosen Strike. Yeah, I like it, guys. I, I think that wins. You know, because you don't have to lay five to one, right? What's inside the distance? It's still probably terrible odds, right? Like minus two fifty, minus three fifty. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, you said TKO, right? Yeah. Odds for that. Let's take a look. Plus one eighty five. Yeah, that could happen too, though, for sure. Almeida first round submission plus two twenty five. Almeida first round knockout plus four twenty five. Those are both interesting. Oh, by the way, what's Walker by first round knockout? Let's take a look at that. Walker by first round knockout plus two fifty. Marcel, it's actually down. Uh, some people are betting on that, so I think uh, people have the same kind of idea of us there. Anyways, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a good card. You like this card? It's a fun one, you know. I think the ride fights are on the main card right now, so uh, yeah. Like talking about after after, uh, after we did the breakdown. Uh, after this, what top five opponents I'll to get? Uh, probably Curtis Blades, right? I would guess. <laughs> yeah, it's possible, right? Because they're probably going to give up on Blades now as a prospect. Um, all right, we're not prospect contender. You, you guys know what I mean. All right, let's go to the. Uh, we'll do Belcher really quick. Okay, Marcel, is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, pull, you want me to pull it up? Let me do that. Pull that's up. not. That's not that hard of a card to pick, to really honest. Let's pull it up here. Yeah, let's go through some of the top fights. There's a lot of fights in this card, I think, right? A lot. There's a lot of fights. Yeah, there is. All right, let's go through a couple of them. All right, Gabriel Musasi, he's a big favorite as well. He is minus two. 50? Yeah, minus 280, actually. Sorry. Um, Against Fabian Edwards. I think Musasi wins. I like him here. Good odds. I mean, I think it's, it's that's that's where it should be. Fabian Edwards is not bad, but Musasi beats him for sure. You like him here? I, I honestly don't know why Fabian Edwards is ranked number two in the Bellator. Wait, wait, what's Musasi ranked? Uh, one. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going to say he's above him. I was like, wait. No, 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 no. He's not. Oh, but I mean, it's like he lost to Fandle Ford. Fandle Ford is under him. Uh, he lost to Fenstein. This Fenstein is under him. Uh, he got the win over Leodo Machida, who is as old as my dad, pretty much right now. And he got the win over Charlie Ward, who is like Connor's doormat. So it's like, I, I don't know why he's so high, you know. And Edwards has a huge gap in this uh, in this ground game. I feel like, I think he's a he's a fun striker. Um, listen, man, if Musashi is on, he wins this fight. It's pretty clear and simple. If Musashi isn't on. Then I think he's pretty much done at middleweight. It probably goes to two or five, but um, I think he wins this one. Yeah, he wins. Uh, we got Mansoor Barnoe against Brent Primus. I mean, I like this Barnoe guy. He's like fucking legit. He's minus three twenty-five. He wins. He absolutely wins. He finishes this one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I was about to say the same thing, man. You you stole my thoughts, bro. Sorry, man. <laughs> uh, it's a, sorry, man. Thibaut Guti against Kane Musa. Uh, who's the who's the favorite here? Uh, oh, Guti's favorite. QT's favorite, minus 180. Kane wins. Yeah, so you like the underdog there, okay? I'll take your word for it. Uh, Douglas Lima gets custom. Wow, Douglas Lima is going from like main event title fights to like headline to a uh, main, main car opener now, eh? Wow. Yeah, he, he went from 170 to 185. Oh, so. he moved, oh yeah, he moved up in weight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so he's thinking of Costello Van Steen, who I think beat his brother. Did he beat his brother or he lost to him? You know better than me. No, Costello. No, Douglas fought against Musashi. Musashi. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. But didn't Costello fight uh, Fabian Edwards before? I think they did. Yeah, he fought. Fa- he won against Fabian. Yeah, so that's right. So he's yeah. gonna get Trey Avengers. Or I see what you're saying. Yeah, they're not brothers, but you know what I mean. Like, uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, the odds for this one: Douglas Lima. Oh, he's the he's the underdog. He's plus a hundred. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually opened at minus one seventy. Line flipped. What do you think, man? You think he should be underdog? No, no Dutch. Bias here, but I think Costello wins. I really like Costello. He's a good fighter. His only loss in Bellator was against oh. uh, against uh, John Salter in a fight where he got uh, he got pretty much control on the ground the first two rounds. The third round, he almost ten eight him, but uh, then uh, Salter came back in the last minute and uh, lost ten nine, so he lost twenty nine twenty eight. That's his only loss in Bellator so far, man. He just looked good. Um, Douglas Lima. A little bit on the decline, I should say, but maybe he reinvented himself at 185. I'm not sure, but Costello is not the right opponent for him, I think. I think Costello wins. Um, there's a comment here about Douglas. Do you guys think that kind of way to extend his career? I hope so. I like Douglas team a lot, man. I like him as well, by the way. Yeah. Love him, man. One of my all-time favorites. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's he had to make a move to do something. 
Uh, just a couple other fights. I guess. Is there anything else that really, really stands out to you? Uh, Saul Rogers against Davey Galois was a fun fight. Saul Rogers uh, wasn't the ultimate fighter for a lot of, a lot of people who don't know. Yeah. He actually made it to the final. He, he lied on his application and he got taken off the fight. About what? The criminal record or something? Yeah, or? something like yeah. that. I'm not exactly sure. And Davey Galois, I think Davey Galois got that uh, Rolling Thunder uh, knockout over Russ Pearson some years ago in Probellum. Yeah. Uh, he's a fun yeah. guy. He actually lost his last fight, I think. But uh, yeah, he's a fun guy. Also, look at uh, Jose Augusto, who fought Anthony Rumble Johnson. Actually, oh, wait, I just want to correct it. it. It's visa issues. Definitely wasn't uh, criminal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> visa issues. I'm okay, just I, guessing. You thought you said it was. I had to double check. He's fighting Simon Bijan. Bijan is a, is a good prospect, man. He got a win over Luke Trainer. Um, comes from Ryzen, I think. He's uh, Italian Cameroon. It's uh, like a heavy. Uh, Al Salino is heavy on the dude. He's a he's a fun fighter, yep. and I also got to highlight my uh, my country girl Denise Kielholtz, who's fighting yep, Paula yep. Christina, which uh, Denise for is a former title challenger. This so. surprised me. Brett Johns is like the third fighter on the twenty fight card. Like just, I don't think they I don't think they ordered it yet. You know. Oh, it's so. not okay, but like he's kind of like just like become like non-existent in the division now. Don't you feel like like? Yeah, what did he in this last fight again, Brett? I, th lost, I think he right? didn't want. Yeah, I think he didn't want. Oh, he won. He beat this Jordan. Oh, he lost to Sabatello. That's the thing. Yeah, when he uh, came in. His record in Bellator is two and one. Yeah. Oh, maybe he shouldn't have left the UFC, man. He had some good wins, including Montel Jackson. I don't know who's the guy he's fighting though. Who's this guy? I'm not really familiar with him, to be really honest. LFA guy. Yeah, I think. I've, no, okay, I remember. Yeah. Jungle yeah. fight. Jungle fight guy. Okay, so he's he's got some decent competition as well. All right, yeah. it's interesting. Anything else you want to talk about from the Bellator? Uh, let me see the card again. Um, who's this guy? So, sir, I don't know him. Do we all? I think they recently signed him, if I'm Country correct. Days. Oh, Safar John Kamidov. Yeah, how do you say his name? Sa Safar John Kamidov. Safar John Kamidov. Oh, he beat uh, this uh, he's a flyweight, oh, right? Oh, okay. the liver kick, man. I yeah, now I remember. This guy. Yeah, he beat yeah. that Jose. That guy fought in the UFC, Jose Maria Tome. Maria Tome. Yeah, he fought uh, John Lineker and was it Chris Carriasso, maybe? Who was trying to take memory on Dustin Ortiz? That was close. All right, so I at the beginning of the flyweight division somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John needs to, needs to go back to the UFC. This is good. When will UFC return to France? Uh, September, first week of September, probably. Oh, they're going to so you, you have Intel, most likely first week of September. When else are they coming back to Canada besides Vancouver? They're gonna do another show in Toronto, do you think? I haven't heard. I haven't heard. I'm sorry, Why, dude. this guy's lying, man. <laughs> I, I really don't know. I really don't know. Uh, by the way, Brett Johns minus four hundred favorite. I just uh, saw that odds, and that guy that you're talking about, that comedy guy, minus seven hundred. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> so that's crazy. Uh, was there anything else you want to talk about, Marcel? Any, was there anything else you guys want to talk about, just really quickly? Here's a question. We got a question here. Who does UFC trade for? Stamp fair tax? Nobody. Uh, um, Stamp. Yeah, I mean, Stamp is not going to leave one because Stam uh, she's like a leave superstar for them. Yeah. Yeah. So she's just somebody, so popular in that part of the world, right? So yeah, somebody also asked me if Rotang ever gonna fight in the UFC. It's like nah, man. There he has one MMA fight. He did fight DJ. His takedown defense didn't look horrible at the beginning, and then he got taken down and submitted. But he, uh, I don't know, like people, like people got slow to roll on him because he doesn't have. He only has that one MMA fight, you know. So I'm, no, no, I'm not talking to you, uh, Patrick. Um, I'm looking at the chat right now. I'm just saying, like I've heard. People like, oh, oh, he's joking. Know. He's joking. He's just saying, no, I think that, you know, Fairtex is, she's, she'll never get traded. But hey, they oh, did do yeah. trade once, one championship in the UFC. Yeah, but it was the guy they wanted to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the UFC they wanted to get rid of uh, Ben. Any updates on Bones and Stevie? That's that's what we've heard. I think I think uh, Dana said that like last week, too. Presume gone headlines France. Yeah, obviously. Uh, he'd be fighting who? Curtis Blades? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you say Curtis Blades here, but who else is he going to fight? Probably has to fight Curtis, right? Possible. They're kind of down on both guys, I would imagine. After you, you'll see we kill for stamp social media game. Yeah. Uh, that card was. Uh, I checked the highlights. I didn't watch the whole card, but it was uh, pretty good. Yeah, the last UK card probably. I would say. Right? Yeah, I think we think so. Yeah. So Dana said three at the beginning of the year. Remember? Yeah. Like, I'll do three, but now he's only gonna do two probably. So. Yeah. I think they're gonna go back to Europe one more time in November or December. Where Sweden? Um, Are they going to Sweden? Still yeah. When? Yeah, I, I think it's Sweden. When? Somewhere in November, December. They're going to keep Hamza for that card? 
that's very possible. Oh, they do, oh, they put him on the October Abu Dhabi card. Oh, why is this guy not fighting? He should be headlining a pay per view right now. Why is he not? You fighting? You tell me. You tell me. I don't know. He's he said today he tweeted out saying like that uh, he's just waiting for a fight. Like I don't get it. Like he hasn't fought in almost a year now. It's crazy. It's freaking stupid. Isn't it stupid? I think. It's yeah, stupid. I agree. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Is there anything else? You, anything? I'm thinking, man. Um, don't worry. I'm just trying to get you. Bef- I don't want you to forget anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think I've said most of what I wanted to say. Do Do you watch boxing at all? I don't. Uh, I know Canelo won, right? Yeah, Canelo yeah. won. Yeah, against Ryder or whatever. I mean, either. Yeah. All right. So I think I, we're great. I think I watched Cage Warriors. We probably finished. <laughs> yeah, I've watched Cage Warriors on Saturday as well. So Here, yeah. Denise Kills, what do you think about her? question thing is with denise man i really like her and she's like a super nice person as well super cool uh, very uh very nice personality super marketable as well i think she has uh, she has a fun style of fighting but i feel like in her last fight she didn't look really good man she lost to to kana watanabe on the ground uh she lost to ilara joani and that was kind of really surprising to me that she lost to Ilara Joani and not that she got taken down there, but also the striking wasn't much better than Ilara Joani's. And that was really surprising to me, you know. The weird thing is that she still ranked five spots above Ilara Joani in Bellator rankings. But um, yeah, I mean, she's a fun fighter. I, but she hasn't, listen, man, she has not, she fights Paula Christina now. There's nothing for her in that fight to 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 no upside in that fight for her. You know, she fights a right. debutant girl unranked. She's ranked. She's everything to lose. So she needs to win the fight. It's pretty clear and simple. If she loses the fight, she has like a, I think she has a, a six and six record. So I mean, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But I like uh, her a lot. I guess I had to be corrected. I thought Kano. I didn't see a fight. He said he won a decision. Okay, I didn't see. Yeah, it. he did. Invicta, I know that the Jillian DeCruzzi lost her belt, I think. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't, one other girl had a finish. I didn't watch the card though. I know one I guess girl had right. a, why, why is it she was Ryan Amanda before in Catanisers and now it's Ryan Dos Santos or something? Why did that change? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I have no idea, but I, I guess I didn't, I didn't check the card, so hmm. didn't get a chance to, to watch it. But, anyways, I think we're good, Marcel. I have nothing yeah. else to say. Uh, yeah, guys, I appreciate you guys uh, joining us. It was a lot of fun. Then next Tuesday, Marcel, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, sorry, excuse me, 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll do it next Tuesday, guys, uh, because next Monday I'm away. So next Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern, back to that podcast, UFC Charlotte recap, and then UFC uh, Dern and Hill preview. Appreciate you guys joining us in the uh, the chat again. And uh, last question, Marcel, very last question we'll take from Paul. Answer this question, Marcel, when is George Hardwick getting the call up I think any time, man. He's he. I think he pretty much out of contenders and cage warriors, you know, and he's a champion there. So, I wouldn't be surprised if they put him on the July card. So, uh, I, I hope for him he gets signed. I think it's time. So, uh, yeah. let's hope so. And uh, yeah, we're back on Tuesday and uh, mo- Monday. Adam's gonna do all the right things. Sorry, I have to do. I'll try to get some videos <laughs> and show it to you. Anyways, <laughs> I appreciate you guys in the comments. We'll, we'll get out here. Take care, guys. Have a good week. Bye.